Hey guys, it's been a long time since I have sat down and recorded an episode. I think it's been about three weeks, maybe closer to four, but honestly, the past couple of weeks, I've just been really busy with traveling and stuff like that. I was in Chicago, and then I was in Omaha, my parents were in town, so I really didn't have a moment to myself to figure out what I wanted to talk about, and so I just didn't. Uh, But tonight's episode, I want to talk about you know, my adventure from today, because it was a lot of fun, and I'm really glad that I was able to do it. It was very last minute, wasn't a crazy adventure, but it was worth it, and I'm excited to talk about it. So yeah, let's just get right into the episode. So today, I drove out to Idaho City. I drove out with a friend. I didn't go by myself. I was originally going to do a solo trip and then uh, my friend told me that she had always wanted to go to Idaho City too so she would join me and I'm not going to say no to other people who are down for an adventure. Idaho City is about a 45 minute drive give or take a little bit from Boise and it's right along the scenic byway so the drive out there is just absolutely beautiful and it's just stunning and I'm in awe of the fact that I get to live in this beautiful place and I get to see the nature every day and you know you're up in the getting up in the mountains and getting that fresh air and it just it does wonders it really does do wonders breathing in that mountain air we left for our adventure today probably a a little before 12 and we headed out to idaho city like i said it's about a 45 minute give or take drive to the little town um, but it's all through the scenic byway which is just makes it so worth it and it's absolutely beautiful and the winding roads and the rolling foothills and the beautiful tall pine trees just it's just a sight to see and I'm so lucky that I get to live in a place that's so close to beautiful nature and I'm telling you once you get up into the mountains and you know you can smell the beautiful fresh air it's just it's worth it it's so worth it and it just it makes me so happy anyways <laughs> I'll continue with the story so we got to Idaho City and the first stop on our list or our adventure for the day was to get some food and I had actually driven through Idaho City before one other time the first I think it was the first or second weekend that I lived in Idaho, I ended up going for a drive on the scenic byway because driving for me is one of the best ways for me to distress. And so it just seems like a really good idea. So I drove through Idaho City and I actually saw a sign that uh, was for this little diner called Trudy's Kitchen. And I had to stop because the sign reads world famous Trudy's Kitchen home of Huckleberry Cheesecake which I mean I'm sure you can get Huckleberry Cheesecake anywhere out here and it's not uncommon and whatever but I do love Huckleberry and I've loved loved Huckleberry since I was a little kid so when I saw that sign I you know made a mental note that I was going to have to come back and I was going to have to try the cheesecake uh so today I did make that happen we stopped at Trudy's Kitchen it's this cute little diner the decor is just 
it's kind of random, but it's cute and it's fun and it's just, it was really busy today, actually. There were a lot of people and I, I mean, I understand why the food is really good and it came out pretty quickly and the waitress we had was so nice and it was hard to decide on what I wanted to eat because everything sounded so good but I eventually settled on uh, tuna melt it just sounded I don't know just it spoke to me but I've looked up Trudy's Kitchen and I've read that their uh, finger steaks are really good their burgers are good so like I just don't think you could go wrong with anything on the menu and you really I don't I didn't go wrong with the tuna melt. And then it was hard because for dessert, they have a ton of pies and then they have the cheesecake. And I knew that I was going to get the huckleberry cheesecake, but ugh, they had a lemon meringue pie and it just ugh, it sounded so good. And I just couldn't, there was a moment where I couldn't decide, but I ended up getting the cheesecake and it was well worth it. It was a really big slice too. So I didn't finish the whole thing and I had to bring it home with me and I'm probably going to eat it after I, you know, finish this episode. Uh, after eating our food, my friend and I ended up walking, uh, back to the car and driving a little further down the road just so we could park and explore the historic downtown because Idaho city is a very, very historic place. Like, it is filled to the brim with history. And for me, that's just the best thing I could have asked for because I love, love stuff like that. First, let's start with a little bit of backstory on Idaho City and just a little bit of its history. And I didn't know a ton of this going into my visit today. And a lot of it I either learned there or I researched afterwards. Normally I'm pretty good at, you know, researching a place before I go, but today I just didn't and I just wanted to see what I would find because uh, I wasn't really sure what to expect and I didn't want to get my hopes up too high and expect too much, but I, you know what, my everything, it was great. It exceeded expectations, but Idaho City, uh, long story short, was founded in 1862 and that was around the time of the gold rush and the you know obviously the civil war and it had a big role in um the gold rush as well because it's located in Boise Basin and that's what drew a lot of people out there was you know the prospect of finding gold and making it rich and everything like that but uh, at one point in time, it was a pretty bustling city. Like they had a ton of businesses and a, a couple, couple saloons, quite a few saloons actually. And they had a population of 7,000, which, you know, according to this website that I'm on, made it the largest city in the Northwest at one time, well, in 1864 actually. It's not like that now. It actually has a population, I think, around 400, maybe a little bit more, possibly a little bit less, but I'm pretty sure it's like 400-something. I don't remember the exact number. And, like, I just thought that was really cool that there was so much here and it had such a, you know, key role in, you know, developing the West, and when you're visiting, it just, it's really easy to see 
that there was so much here at one point in time. As we walked through the historic downtown, there are a ton, a ton of old buildings that line the streets. And quite honestly, it makes you feel like you're back in the old west. I mean, it really does. You have all of these old buildings with the old like wooden uh, sidewalks. I, I think they're boardwalks. Is that what they're called? I don't know. But they had those and it just, yeah, you felt like you were transported back in time. And a A lot of the buildings are pretty well preserved too. Sadly, we couldn't get into any of them today and I don't actually know if you can. I saw a sign for tours, but I don't think they were doing any when we were there. So we didn't get to go on one. But um, like, I wonder if you go on the tour, if you can get into any of the buildings. I don't know for sure. And it also seems like, you know, the town really, really opens up between Memorial Day and Labor Day, which makes sense because, you know, during the winter they get snow and I'm sure not a lot of people are coming out there to check it out. And so I'm hoping as the days get warmer and summer rolls around, then I will be able to explore it a little bit more because I already have plans to go back. I mean, yeah, I just am so fascinated by it and it's just, it's awesome So, like I said, a lot of the buildings in the town are very well preserved. And I think that's just, that's a really cool thing to know that you're standing like in front of these original buildings and getting to see them and kind of feel like, okay, this is what it, what they looked like. And this is like, what would it be like if I lived there now or not if I lived there now, but if I lived there during that time and what could my life possibly have been like? You know what I mean? And I don't know. I just, I'm so fascinated by stuff like that. We began our self-guided walking tour today at the visitor center. And then from there, worked our way through the town. There were a ton of historic buildings that lined the streets and, uh, you know, weren't being used for their original purposes anymore. Like there was a blacksmith shop that is now a toy store which I was kind of bummed about because I wish it was still a blacksmith shop but a lot of them are still used for the purpose uh, that they were intended for or a similar purpose so there's the old city hall which actually I think it was the school at one point I could be totally wrong but based off of pictures and just the way that it looked it looks like it could have been the school Uh, but it's the city hall now and it's still being used and there are other offices that line the street in old buildings and like they're def they've definitely been updated for modern day and age but the exteriors still look really awesome and there were quite there were two antique shops and one of them was open which was really awesome because we got to walk in and walk through and see all the cool stuff that they had uh they had this little juicer it looked like it was from maybe the 30s it was a hand juicer but i just i wanted it and i didn't buy it because i don't need it and i have nowhere to put it but there were cool little treasures all throughout the store and I was just fascinated by it. And honestly, the really neat thing about that was the woman who owns the store is actually Trudy from Trudy's um, Kitchen where we had gotten our food and the cheesecake that we had was her cheesecake recipe. And I just thought that was really neat. It just kind of came full circle that we got to meet Trudy. She was really nice and I definitely would like to go back and just 
talk with her a little bit longer. I feel like she's got quite a few stories that she could tell, and I would be more than happy to listen. Uh, the other antique store, unfortunately, was not open. The sign said that, you know, business hours were 11 to 6, but it wasn't open. So that was a bummer because it just, it looked epic. Like, it had so many antiques scattered around the property and on the building, and I just would have loved to have been able to go inside. I took a picture of it because I had never seen anything like it before, and I just, I hope that the next time I go, I'm able to go back and I'm able to go inside of it because definitely, definitely worth it, I'm sure, and it just was huge, but couldn't go inside, and that's fine. Let's see, other buildings that we walked past and got to look in were the jailhouse and the pest house, which that was really interesting to me because I guess the pest house was where they would keep citizens with contagious diseases. And I didn't really know that that was a thing. I mean, I guess it makes sense that it would be back in the 1800s, but yeah, they would, uh, people who had the communicable diseases, smallpox, diphtheria, stuff like that, they were basically quarantined in this house and I don't know if it helped much I can't imagine it did but they were trying something right I mean working with what they had pretty much and then there was the old firehouse that actually still had an old fire hose which that was fascinating to me and I loved being able to see that they had old wagons that lined outside of a museum and unfortunately the museum was closed too the sign said that it's open memorial day through labor day and it's only two dollars to get in so i'm definitely going back in uh early june so i can get into the museum because they have a lot of gold rush history and uh, pioneering history and i'm sure i can spend hours there which i'll probably maybe i'll do that trip alone so i don't force anybody to spend hours on end with me in a little museum in a little town in the middle of Idaho. <laughs> I don't know if anybody wants to join, definitely tag along. But anyways, the town also has the uh, old Catholic church that was built in mid 1800s. They have a Masonic temple and odd fellows building. I don't know if it's, oh, it's a lodge. I'm pretty sure is what it's, what it is. And then I was not expecting this, but uh, Idaho City back in like 1800s, I think around 1870 or so, they ended up having a really big Chinese population. And so when you're walking through the town, you can see the old, uh, they have a Chinese museum and cultural center. And of course, that wasn't open either. I did a really bad job planning when everything would be open, but I still got to see a lot and I still got to learn a lot about the history, which that's all that matters, right? It's all that matters. Um, but yeah, so I got to peek in the window for that and that was really cool too. And I was just, I wasn't expecting it and it was a happy surprise. Um, and then there, you know, there's a park in town and it's, I mean, there's not a ton to do in the park, but I'm pretty sure that they host events there. I know they have the Idaho City Days, which I think I'm going to have to check that out as well. Um, I'm just going to be coming to Idaho City a lot because there's just, there's a lot to see. More than I thought there would be, which is really funny, but you know, it, it is what it is. And you know, the 
old buildings and the old houses still had all their furniture in them and they they were set it up set it up (laughs) they were set up like how you know it would probably look during that time and I was just so excited to be able to look inside and a lot of them have like the family's name on a plaque outside of the house saying who lived there and all of that interesting stuff too and then you know we finished our little adventure through the town by stopping at the I think it was the mercantile and they have ice cream there and I've heard the ice cream's really good I I didn't get any but my friend ended up getting a coffee and she said it was it wasn't bad at all I've also heard that they have hot springs out that way too and I we didn't stop there it was just a short little trip today but I definitely will be willing to make the detour to the hot springs just to you know make the most of it and really truly soak in the world around me out there and you know get to know it a little bit better finished our time in idaho city in or by stopping at the old pioneer cemetery and this cemetery is massive like it's it was so big. I was not expecting it to be as big as it was, which maybe that's dumb because, you know, Idaho City was once a bustling little town and had so many people that lived there. And so obviously they would have a really big cemetery, but it just didn't cross my mind. And I don't know, I just wasn't, wasn't thinking about it, but there were some really old tombstones and it was just really fascinating to just walk through and see all the people that were buried there. I don't know, maybe that sounds morbid, but sometimes I think it's really interesting. Uh, And usually if there's a historical cemetery, I do try to stop and see it. And so I'm glad that I was able to stop at this one. It was definitely worth it. And I just, I had a great time learning about the history and the people who lived there. As we walked through the town and the cemetery, just, I was able to fill my lungs with the crisp, rainy mountain air and I just was reminded why I love the mountains and why I love exploring and adventuring and seeing places and feeling refreshed. I just feel so refreshed afterwards even if it's a little tiny trip to a used to be ghost town because I mean although it's not a ghost town now there are only 400 something people that live there and it's it still has the the charm of a ghost town and what once was. I would love to be able to go back and do the the guided tour through the town and not that there is a ton to see but I feel like I could learn so much more and I definitely want to go pay the two dollars and go explore the little museum that they have and learn more about the people who lived here and the life that they had and the world that they they lived in and what they knew and it just had to be such had to be so interesting and I can't really wrap my mind around what it must have been like but I mean 7,000 people in this little town that's crazy to me and I want to go back and I want to you know order another thing off of the menu at Trudy's Kitchen but there are also other restaurants out in Idaho City there's the, I think it's called the gold mine. I don't, I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. But um, I would like to eat there. They had a pub. Maybe I'd stop in and grab a drink 
just make it worth it. They have the old saloon as well, and I couldn't tell if it's been renovated on the inside to be a different like working building for now or if you can actually like step in it at some at some point and if I'm able to step in it and if it's still you know historical on the inside I definitely want to make an effort to do that uh and then my friend and I as we were finishing up our little adventure saw a sign for cowboy poetry days in October so I think we will be making our way out to that as well I don't really know what that consists of I mean is it just what it says it is cowboy standing up and reading poetry I'm not really sure but we're gonna find out and it's gonna be worth it and it's gonna be exciting and it's gonna be fun and I am very much looking forward to it and I think that's one of my favorite things to do is just go to these little random events or programs that are being put on even if they're kind of silly like cowboy poetry I think it just is a fun way to live and you get to see everything around you. And it's just, it's worth it. Definitely worth it. Okay, well, actually, I don't know if cowboy poetry is going to be worth it, but I'm going to make it worth it because I want it to be. I definitely rambled a lot this episode. If you can't tell, I really didn't plan it much, which that seems to be a theme with my life. I don't really plan a whole lot, which maybe I should start doing because... I don't know, maybe maybe it would help me. I don't know, maybe it wouldn't. Who, <laughs> Who's to say? I actually had a different idea planned for this episode, and I'm still going to do it for, I think, next week's episode, but I decided to go with talking about Idaho City because it was so fresh in my mind, and I had such a great day that I just wanted to document it and remember everything about it. And I don't know if I did the best job of telling the story about my day today but I tried and that's all that matters so I definitely recommend to everybody listening next time you find yourself out in Idaho specifically the Boise area maybe just take a little drive down the Ponderosa Pine Scenic Byway and stop off in Idaho City and grab a slice of huckleberry pie or cheesecake not pie from Trudy's Kitchen and then take a few steps back into the wild west and embrace it and let yourself imagine what those days would have been like and who you would have been in that time and don't rush it just enjoy enjoy where you're at and maybe take a few deep breaths of that mountain air and let it fill your lungs and just feel you know maybe a little bit of stress lift off of your shoulders. I know maybe that sounds cheesy or dramatic, but there's just something about that crisp air that really, it does wonders for your soul. So I definitely recommend taking those deep breaths and taking in the, the, the nature around you. Like I said, next time I go back, I definitely want to go into the museum and I want to maybe try one of the other little diners and I would love to do some of the hikes around the area too because I didn't do that today unfortunately the rain was it deterred me enough from wanting to you know hike and I still want to do the hot springs and all of that fun stuff so my list my list is very long and I saw a lot today but there's still so much more to see and it's just a tiny little town in the middle of Idaho
As I end this episode for tonight, I just want to say a quick thank you to everybody who has sat down and listened to me talk the past couple of episodes. I know I'm not that great of a storyteller, but I have a lot of stories to tell and I love telling them. So I'm hoping with this podcast journey, I'm going to be able to improve and, you know, become better and share my adventures and my stories with other people and I'm planning on doing that with other episodes I just have to figure out what aspects of the story I think are important and which ones aren't and how I think it will impact other people and why I think other people should listen to them so we will see but there are definitely past adventures that I plan on talking about because they were amazing and I love reliving them So just thank you. And now I am going to end this episode and I am going to finish my slice of huckleberry cheesecake because damn, that sounds so good. Well, I hope everyone is having a great day or a great night and I will talk to you guys soon. Goodbye.